Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam, and today I am joined by Judy Thurston. And Judy is a number one best-selling author right now. Like what? Wow. And yeah, she wrote Beautiful (laughs) Tragedy. And we're going to talk about this because in 2019, you lost your son. Um, He was 18 years old to an opioid overdose. And within like weeks, you started chronicling this experience because I mean, he brought, they brought him in. So you were with him at the end and you, you basically kept a journal of what was going on. And I've read the book and it's just like, oh my gosh, it's so touching and amazing. But you also, so you get really real time insight into what you're experiencing. And then you talk about how you found tools to work through it. And so now you are um, going around speaking everywhere and you're coaching people one-on-one and helping them deal with this grief and loss. So welcome, Judy. Thank you for jumping on so early this morning. You're in Arizona, so thank you for jumping on. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. And yeah, I mean, actually I started journaling and chronicling from the day that we received the phone call that my son was on his way to the emergency room. And what makes this so interesting, I guess, and I don't even know what to call it, but you know, as a grief recovery specialist, as a coach, as someone who has been really, this has been my life for the last 16, 17 years, um, to coach people and kind of help give people tools here, I was having to use all these tools Mm. for myself during in real time, like you said, the worst tragedy a parent can ever go through. And so it's actually, um, you know, a little bit a different twist to writing a book like this, because it's not like, oh, here's a how to manual. And let me just give you this great, you know, research and theory. But it's like, no, this is in real time. This is what I'm doing. This is what's just helping me to stay alive today which is a lot of mindfulness, a lot of meditation, a lot of sitting in our feelings and allowing ourselves to get through the process, right? Because the only way out is through. Yeah. And a lot of times we're not willing to do that work because it's very painful work. And uh, a, a little bit ago while we were talking offline, we talked about how this grief never goes away, you know, and, and I think, people don't like that because Mm -hmm. we're in such a fix it society that, Oh, wait, I just give me the seven steps for this to go away. And so I can be fine. Yeah. (laughs) And sadly there are none, but this is kind of the beauty of being human, right? Like we have to feel it all. I I coach a lot on wholehearted living and I tell people like you cannot fully experience joy at 100% if we don't experience grief and loss Mm -hmm. and sadness at yeah. 100%. And we're not, we, we can't pick and choose, you know, oh no, I only like, I want to, I want to celebrate the good days. 
you know, we kind of have to have it all, but that is the dynamic and the beauty of being human. And I think the more we, we model that for one another, um, the richer life really is because who has, you know, 100% good days all the time. I mean, maybe on Instagram, but it's not real life, right? <laughs> That's what we portray, which then people think <laughs> other people experience that, but it doesn't, it's not true. Yeah. And I love, you know, the work that you do for, for kids and families. And I think this is such an important topic that we need to be talking about so that our kids understand, yeah, life isn't, you know, Instagram worthy every day. Right. And even though right. that's what we see, that's not reality. And it's okay to be broken and it's okay to break down and it's okay to cry. And these are all very normal feelings, even grief, you know, grief is not a moral failure or a diagnosis. Grief is just a part of our emotions that need to be embraced and really um, acknowledged. So. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we look at grief as this, you know, we, we look at it as something where we've had a tragic loss, um, you know, and, and we think, okay, well, I haven't had that tragic loss or, you know, kind of dealing with that. But we were talking earlier that grief is really there's a lot of things that we grieve and I love the way you put it. It's like right now we're doing, dealing with global wide grief because of COVID. So talk to us a little bit more about, about that. Yeah. Um, in my training at the Grief Recovery Institute, one of their definitions of grief is um, conflicting. Grief is conflicting feelings caused by the end of a familiar pattern or behavior, right? And so this is the first time when you think about it, pre-virus, <laughs> life was normal for everyone. And now it's not normal. I mean, yeah. we will never be back to what it was in, you know, pre, pre-COVID. And so we now we have to identify like, okay, well, what is like our new normal going to be? Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't grieve the old normal of maybe going out without a mask or being able to go to dinner without you know, having like this big ordeal, <laughs> being able to go outside and especially our children, right? Mm -hmm. Like being able to go to school and, um, you know, a lot of people are learning online. And so a lot of times we don't look at this as grief because we think, oh, that's just not a big deal. Like people have it worse. And so we compare, we minimize, we kind of explain it away. And I think right now is just a time to acknowledge that, you know what, life is different yeah. and we're going to get through it, but it's okay to mourn the things that are going to be different, you know? Yeah. And, and there's so many parents that are very fearful right now of where their kids' mindset is um, and what's going on with their kids. And you know, we, we live in, we live in constant fear. So as someone that unfortunately had to go through what parents fear the most, um, what can you tell us about, about that, about how, you know, how do we, how do we prepare for that? And how do we prevent that? Can we prevent that? Yeah. You know, I wish I had a magic crystal ball to say, hey, we're all going to live happily ever after. We just raise them the best we can and they're going to turn out, you know, really, really well. And um, again, in my work as the grief recovery specialist, what I teach and how I live my life is to live really wholeheartedly 
and mm-hmm. not um, have any regrets of that. Oh, I wish I should have said this or could have mm-hmm. done this or would have done this, right? Because that's where really grief is that undelivered communication. And so if I can share anything that I know is helpful for me and I know can really change and transform relationships is instead of living in that fear is communicate and deliver communication as much Mm. as possible. Love your kids every day like it's their last because Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be an overdose. It doesn't have to be Corona. It can, people just don't wake up one day. I mean, anything can happen at any time. So if we live in that place of, you know what, I'm going to give my whole heart and really share everything that I'm feeling and how much I love these kids every single day, then if the inevitable happens, there's so much peace that you've communicated that. And I know that with Jacob, we did that, you know, we, mm-hmm. um, he had been battling mental health issues, drug addiction, substance abuse, you know, for a couple of years prior to him um, passing away. And so we were already living in that cycle of we don't know when you know if he's going to make it tomorrow because it was such a volatile you know in and out of rehab and therapy and like just a lot of stuff and so once I stopped living in fear and I started to really be present and just Mm -hmm. love him unconditionally every single day like that was a game changer for me because I know so many parents myself included who live in that constant fear yes what's going to happen or what if this happens or what if that happens so when you're living in that you're not present to enjoy Mm. you know what you're here right now you're in front of me right now let me make the best and the most of this situation right here right now so I I don't know if that helps anyone but I know that has totally helped me so much I I just love so much how you put that too I think living. And I kind of say this like that too. And I always feel like it sounds really morbid, but almost living like it's the last and every engagement with your child, treating it like it might be the last time. And I, I learned that when I lost my dad, because I had, you know, he, I had talked to him the night before the next day, I got a call that he had passed away from a heart attack. And knowing that I had said, talk to him, that day and told him how much I loved him. And that's the thing where you don't have that regret. And like you said, it's like, I think grief and not being able to let go of grief is the regret that you have left over that lingering regret. And so making sure that you don't have that regret. And so every person in my life, when I leave them, I make sure they know I love them because if anything like that happened, I know that that's the only way I was able to just get through that, right? So I think that message is so, so important with how are you interacting with your family? How are you interacting with your kids? Is it in a way Mm -hmm. that if something happened tomorrow, you'd be okay with it? Yeah. And especially when you are dealing with um, kids who have substance issues or addictions, so many families are estranged from their children. So if and when something happens, that regret and that guilt is magnified, right? Because then you have all these questions. And so, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't have all the answers. You know, there's a whole other issue of enabling and codependency and there have to be boundaries, but I think as long as our, our family knows or our loved ones know just how much we love them, 
we might not approve of everything that they're doing, but there's this unconditional love. And I know the last text messages I had with Jacob was, I love you. I'm thinking about you. The last time we saw each other with a big hug, I love, you know, un unprompted from a teenager. I love you, mom. I mean, I will never forget that, you know, so yeah. um, it's just, you know, I feel very fortunate because I know there's a lot of people that don't get that. And so if I can encourage us now to really be proactive and intentional about living that way, I think, you know, that'll be really great. So stop living in the fear of the what ifs because you're, you're you know, wasting energy on things that haven't happened. Focus on what's in front of you and what you can do right now, what you have uh, control over, what you, you know, what your response, your responsibility, your your reaction is right here, right now, whatever is in front of you, and that you have control over, right? Mm, absolutely. Those those are really good words to end right now and let people know that <laughs> you are joining me tonight. We're going to do a whole hour of this. We're going to learn more about your story, more about how to be mindful and present in the moment and be with our kids. Um, and so I want to invite people to join us tonight and I will put a link for you guys to register if you haven't registered already. And then right before we go to tell us where to get your book, because I know you offer your signed book. Yay. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, you can go to my website. It's judythurston.com, all one word. And you can also get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, online. Just look up Beautiful Tragedy by Judy Thurston. So thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited that. about tonight. Tonight's yes. going to be awesome. Yes. Have a little bit more great. time together. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'll be a little bit more awake. I'll have my coffee by then. <laughs> that would be, yeah, there we go. You are, you are wonderful right now. Oh, so thank we you. Will, thank we will you. hopefully... I will definitely see you tonight and hopefully we'll see everyone else tonight. And in the meantime, have a beautiful, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.